0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Welcome back. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. Here until 3 o'clock. For the rest of the week. Then the time change happens on 1700 KBGG. Starting on Monday, Ken Miller here from noon until two. Jimmy B. and TC moves to drive time four until six o'clock. Looking forward to what should be a lot of fun when we get to that next week. And it's game week. You and I, Iowa State, Iowa, Wyoming kicks things off on the local level. We'll have that happening. Of course, a week after that, the NFL. Is going on, but nationally, it continues to be the summer of the NBA. And when we're looking to talk NBA, we're joined by John Cannon, who joins us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. John, good afternoon. Isn't it amazing?
2: The NBA just will not go away.
1: It is nuts. It is absolutely one hundred percent crazy. Now here we are. I mean, it's it's football season. But you look at the front page of CBS Sports dot com, dot com, wherever you go, the top story is what happened with the trade of Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas and the other pieces. The NBA just won't go away.
2: Oh, and and not only is it you know football season as you mentioned, but you know there's a little baseball going on too. Baseball is getting you know getting interesting at this time of year. Kind of through that made it through the dog days and. Now into the into the stretch run of, of who's going to make the playoffs. So yeah, it's uh, I, I don't I don't think even Adam Silver in his wildest dreams could have could have figured that this was going to happen.
1: Well, let's let's start before we get into the trade. Kind of kind of big, you know, big picture. The NBA as a whole, how they've got to this point. We know with the younger generation, even younger for the me guy in his upper thirties, that younger group of people more and more the NBA is a sport that they're attracted to. And you can talk about the logistics of actual gameplay versus baseball, even versus football, those types of things. But when you look at the league and how they've got to this point from the low point of after MJ, how things deteriorized there to where they built back up today, how has the NBA got to this point on, on a media scale where it seems like everybody always is talking NBA?
2: Well, it's, you know, people say that that having a dominant team is bad for a league, but I think this is proof of the opposite. I think that you know, the fact that the Warriors, you know, kind of kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, they've been to the playoffs, but they hadn't. You know, nobody expected them to do anything really. They came out of nowhere and won a championship a few years ago, and then the next year they won seventy three games. and And people, I think, were hooked. It's it's not only either do you love that team or you hate them, and you want to see somebody take them down a peg. And then on the other side of the bracket, you had the the Cavaliers in a similar situation. People either really liked them or or didn't. And I think you need that. If you just have rotating teams having decent years, and and let's face it, San Antonio as great as they were for as long as they were. They never captured the, the public's imagination like either the Warriors or the Cavs have.
3: John, I'm real curious, when this deal went down for Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, I think the key, I think what people were missing was the 2018 draft pick that the Cavaliers are going to get. Some people are saying that that Danny Ainge got fleeced a little bit. Are you Are you buying that, or do you think that it was a pretty decent deal for both teams?
2: Well, I think it was a pretty decent deal for both teams. I think it was a better deal. I mean, you have to really look at each team and where they are to evaluate. You can't really – it's not a zero-sum game. So let's look at it from the Cavs' standpoint. They got a guy who wants to be traded and told everybody he wanted to be traded. So your leverage, obviously, is not very good. Now, I've heard that there was another deal on the table – that the Cavs actually liked better for right now, and it actually they felt it would have given them a pretty good shot to compete with the Warriors. Not to not worry about the East like last year, and be you know competitive against the Warriors. But it didn't have that draft pick, and then next year when LeBron goes, and he's going, I mean I, you know it'd be it'd be shocking if he did not go, uh, and they would have nothing. They'd have Kyrie in the last year of his deal and, and nothing behind it. So they, they did what I think was the prudent thing, and they got that draft pick. <laughs> that it's really funny, Jimmy, because a lot of people are, are now talking about, oh, well, maybe it's not going to be that high a pick because all these teams are tanking and, and the Nets won't be tanking because they don't have a draft pick, right? So they don't care. They don't want to lose games. They want to win as many games as they can, but they're terrible. I and mean, they're really, legitimately awful, whether they can or not. They're a 21 yeah. 22 win team, and that pick is going to be in the top five. So I think from Cleveland's standpoint, it gives them some hope for the future. And, and now, the, now, if that pick matriculates to the number one spot, and the number one player in college basketball happens to be a guy that's affiliated with the agency that LeBron is affiliated with. Now, maybe he stays, right? Because he's the big orchestrator of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most yeah. part, Cleveland needed that to have to, to assure themselves of a future coming out of this whole era.
1: So, the summer, one so, what, what more thing, John, about that. You're talking about LeBron and uh, the impact there, if he's going to stick around. There's been so many rumors about him and the Lakers or him, even maybe the Clippers, but going to L.A. and... and Branding himself out that way. Why has LeBron not said anything about that? Is it a foregone conclusion that he's gone? And, and then secondly, with that, you know, a step deeper, any chance at all in your mind that he would stick around in Cleveland because of this trade?
2: Well, only as I said, if, if that becomes the number one pick and the number one pick is a, is a player that, that his agency can control, then then maybe. But, but I think he's already making plans. To go and and I think the thinking you know Lebron's a total headcase you know I mean he's a great player basketball savant I mean he I think he's even a better player than people recognize as weird as that sounds do you guys mm-hmm. remember the last quarter of Game Five of the, of the he scored on every possession he took yes. the ball at the yes. top of the key he dribbled to the basket and he dunked it it didn't matter who guarded him it didn't matter what was going on. Now, they couldn't stop Curry, who was doing the same thing on the other end, so they lost anyway. But he literally scored on every possession. He's so good that he gets bored by, by doing stuff like that, and he wants to do other things. And he wants also, he loves control. He loves people talking about him. He's not going to come out and say what he wants to do because he'd rather have everybody thinking about what he's going to do. But I do think that what he, he has realized, that he's not going to catch Jordan with championships anymore. His time's running out. Golden State's too good. So now, for his legacy, what he needs to do is do what he did in Cleveland again. He needs to go to a team that, that, that's terrible, bring some players, and win a championship. And that way, even if he only wins three or four in his career, they're, they're special in their own way, and, and he feels like he could be in that conversation with Jordan. So I don't think staying in Cleveland, unless, and let them now think, win one this year, and feel like with that draft pick and Kyrie stays, and they could win another one next year, Maybe, but I don't see any of that happening. So it's, it's
3: hard to imagine he'd stay. Um, let's just break it down just quickly, so people that are saying, "Oh yeah, I saw that deal," but what does it really mean? Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas' scoring averages were about the same. Their assists per game were about the same. So essentially, you're trading a guy. Kyrie is what six one, maybe six feet. For a guy who's five eight five nine, but they do pretty much similar things. One's right-handed, the other guy's left-handed. Uh, look, you're right that LeBron orchestrates that team. He is the maestro of the NBA. And uh, to be honest with you, I think Jay Crowder is a guy who's very athletic, who they could use defensively. He likes doing the dirty work. And that may be the guy that helps really, you know, try to help contain a Kevin Durant or a Clay Thompson, somebody like that, uh, if indeed they were to meet up in the uh, in the finals this coming season again.
2: Totally agree on Crowder. I think Crowder is, is a big piece, and and here's the problem for, for Boston. We talk, kind of talked about where, what happened with this deal with Cleveland. Now here's here's the Boston side of it. I believe that Isaiah Thomas is still hurt. I think there's there – because when I when I heard how much they gave up to get Kyrie Irving, my, my immediate thought was they're crazy. And then, you know, nobody's crazy in the NBA. I mean, Danny Ainge isn't crazy. There are some crazy guys, but Danny Ainge is one of them. And I think he had to get rid of Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah's on the record. Next year he wants the Briggs truck, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's 5'10", and he's coming off this hip injury. And, by the way, he might be the only point guard in the league worse defensively than Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> there's no place to hide him on, on defense, when you get into the playoffs especially. Against the Warriors? I mean, forget about it. So, I think Ainge realized he had to get rid of Thomas, and he had to get something really good for him, or the, or the fans would go ballistic because they loved Thomas. They went ballistic anyway. So, Irving gives them an out, almost like when the Broncos really needed a, a quarterback to get rid of Tim Tebow and they got Peyton Manning, you know, because even the most yeah. fervent Tebow believer could not say, well, that's a bad deal. So this is kind of the same thing. You're getting rid of a guy the fans love, so you bring in a guy who's, who's really good. I mean, Kyrie Irving's really good on offense. And, but you got to give up Crowder to make the deal interesting for Cleveland and the draft pick. But it's worth it to you to get rid of Thomas. But here's the problem for, for Boston. They really got where they got last year because of a lot of toughness, gritty defense, and a lot of want to. And Isaiah Thomas and Crowder are the biggest want to guys. And now they got a bunch of racehorses in there. They got the they got, you know, Kyrie and they got Gordon Hayward. These guys aren't going to be gritty defenders. They're going to have to outscore people. And it's it's not going to work. So I don't think it's a great deal for Boston. But again, like Cleveland, Ainge had a problem. He had Isaiah Thomas, who wanted a max deal next year, and who he didn't think was worth a max deal. And so he got rid of him in this, in this deal. He's got more assets. they got tons of draft picks. Boston's going to be fine in the long term, but not, not next year. I think Boston takes a step backward with this trade, and Cleveland takes a step forward because of this trade this year. Does that make sense?
1: It does. The question is, have they closed the gap enough on Golden State to make this thing competitive? No. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, they got better, but
2: no. Here, here's the thing. Here's the other thing Boston's really going to suffer from with this trade, is we saw what happened with the Warriors at the beginning of last year incorporating even a great player into their team. Boston's roster is almost completely blown up and changed. They're going to spend a lot of time next year figuring all things out. They'll be much better, I think, the following year, although they're still going to have problems on defense unless they go out and get some real strong defensive people. The Warriors, I just saw this stat today. The Warriors lead the league in minutes played returning. 93% or something, 91%, of the people who played the minutes last year mm-hmm. are, are coming back to the Warriors. It's the highest number in the league. The next is I think Washington's bringing back 87% of their minutes. So here's a team that was far and away the best team and the returning, the most minutes played. And as we talked about a couple of months ago, the Warriors, after their first championship in 15, when they brought back basically the whole team in 16, they won the first 24 games of the season. They wound up winning 73, and that was despite a big injury to Iguodala, who missed like 19 games, um, and it really affected them. They lost a few games down the stretch because of, of how they had to compensate for that. And that's why I said to you guys a couple of months ago, I think the Warriors could could win 75 games next year, maybe, maybe a couple more. Now, they're not going to be trying to. Don't get me wrong; they are not going to try to. They're going to the, the schedule's better though this year, so they don't have to rest guys like they like they have in the past. Uh, so no, there's no gap closure here. This is still this is still Golden State to lose. I think for the foreseeable future, but I think the East is going to be very interesting next year. And and with these two teams, Boston and Cleveland, having made this trade, and now you've got Cleveland. Somebody said. LeBron may rest some games next year, but they won't be against the Nets. They're going to really try to make that Nets pick as as good as it can be by beating them head to head as much as they can.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so I, I think I think that the NBA overall gets more interesting with a deal like this, but not not uh, not the finals, unfortunately.
3: Um, take me now to the so called collusion for the Lakers and Magic Johnson and Paul George that's a very tough case to prove. I mean, you have to have a, some sort of paper trail uh, to make that happen. Is that just pretty much a smokescreen that the NBA will look into and then just kind of go away from it, or do you think that something might come of it?
2: I think it might just be a matter of them trying to, to extract maybe a draft pick or something out of it. It's okay. worth a shot. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's hard to imagine that, that they would – they didn't make this up out of, out of thin air. I mean, certainly some, some things happened. People know about the things that happened. Like you said, they're tough to prove, but, but they know they happened. And I think it's just kind of a shot across the bow. And maybe the ultimate result of it is the league deciding not to have these rules because those rules are a little antiquated. It's really hard as easy as it is for people to communicate this year and as much as as people communicate and change teams and, and their friends, you know, because during the off season. I mean, where do you stop? You know, how do you how do you legislate that with guys moving around? You know, people used to hate each other on different teams.
3: You know, I mean, right. there was yes.
2: legitimate yep, hatred did. between yep. the Boston Celtics and the and the Los Angeles Lakers in the '80s, and the idea that they'd sit down during the off season to chat about something much less roster moves was laughable. But that's not that way anymore.
1: All right, last thing for from me for you, John. You know uh, the NBA is certainly second on my basketball list behind college basketball, but I'm a Timberwolves fan. Just sell me. Why should I be excited? Why should I be pumped up about the NBA? How much better can my T Wolves be? I
2: think they'll, you know, I think they'll be better. I think they're they're going to be um, they're going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm not sure about the Butler thibodeau thing. You know that that's supposed to be a real plus. That they were together in Chicago and now they're together again. I'm not totally sold on that, but you know, I, I certainly think you've got more to be excited about this year than you've had in a long time. Um, uh, but, uh, have they moved to the East?
1: <laughs> I wish I wish.
2: Okay. I, I, I want to make sure I didn't miss something. <laughs> Cause you know, I don't, I don't track it as like, like I used to, but okay. I, I want to make sure I didn't, didn't miss that. No, they're, 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 uh, they're not going to win the West or anything like that, but could they? Could they get a home, home playoff? You know, maybe, maybe they could finish fourth. I, I, I think they'll they'll be in the playoffs. They really should be in the playoffs. Wouldn't it be a massive disappointment, Jimmy, you think if if, if the Timberwolves yeah. don't make the playoffs this year?
3: Yeah, I I think you're right about that. I I think they have that expectation. I don't think Dallas will be able to challenge. Look, we all we all think that. Oklahoma City and Houston and San Antonio along with the Warriors in the West and, and you cannot write out I know Utah lost Gordon Hayward, but they do have talent on that team. Portland Trailblazers have talent on that team. But I really believe that if Minnesota has an opportunity to get in uh this coming season, I think is is their best chance.
2: Yeah, I I think that's well uh that's well said. Can I can I talk to you guys about uh, Kaepernick just for a minute? Because I don't I don't have to talk about anything basketball with you. Yeah, you
3: want to Okay, Colin. Yeah, people
2: are missing. Um, There's a piece I think people are missing in this, and and it's I think I think the reason that Kaepernick is not signed is completely non-football. I think anyone who tries to make a case that Kaepernick's not good enough to play in the NFL is delusional. But I don't think. It's, I don't think that he's being blackballed. I don't think that teams are colluding and deciding not to sign him. Um, I think that 32 teams have made an individual decision, and it's not their fans, guys, because you know fans. If they sign signed him, it would be a big deal for a, a week or two, and then the games start, and he's either a backup or he comes in and he helps them win games, and, it's, and that's all. that part's all over. No, the problem is protests at sponsors. That's that's what I envision. You know, fifty people, a hundred people, could make life really miserable for a bank that was mm-hmm. sponsoring an NFL team. And they, if they descend on a on a on a on the parking lot of a bank in the downtown of the city with their signs and their their chance and they're and harassing customers who are trying to go into the bank. You know, nobody wants that. And that could happen. It would not take 10,000 people being upset. It would take 100, 50 even. And I think that's, that's the thing. is His, his stance is, is, is hated by enough people who are really, really angry about it that they would do that. And, and I think that's why teams are not pulling the trigger on Colin Kaepernick. And they, they may during the season; it, it may be different. But right now, I, I just think that that's why they're all that's why they're all staying mm-hmm. away. It's not the fans. The fans would come back.
3: It's, I, it's I agree with you. Yep, yep. I agree with you, John. Always good, pal, when we catch up with you. Uh, Thanks, guys. by the way, beginning next week, John, we're going to shift and go from four to six. So we're going to be in your time slot as well. Much easier for you to, uh, come on the show with us.
2: Hey, I, I will, I will make time, whatever time slot you're in. You can be four to six a.m. Jimmy B, and I'll, I'll be there for you. All right. <laughs> yeah, thank you, John. Well, okay. I that. just made that up. That's not actually
3: true. I, I figured as much. Thank you, man. Have a good day. Okay. Uh, you too. <laughs> all right, see you now, Trent. I don't think we're going four to six a m
1: right No, no, I hope not that that would that would be rough, but I could do it. woo you could do it, yeah, you on the Oh, other boy. Hand. Oh
3: no. I'd I'd have to stay up all night. I would go I would go to bed after we got done at six AM.
1: Ah, that that's the plan for Jimmy B. Interesting. That, that's how I would have to do that,
3: yeah. Uh Mitch Holtis is on the way at uh one forty. We'll talk to him about the Kansas City Chiefs. At two o'clock, Scott Miller will join us. Major League Baseball. It's all coming up, everybody, right here on the Big Talker seventeen hundred.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG.
1: Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy T C. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Are you paying too much
4: for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Termbusters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Termbusters 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify.
5: Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Armada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al's South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original east side location just 900 feet north of the A.E. Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat southern style barbecue cooked by an asian man on the east side and now open on the south side of des moines big al's barbecue
6: Reliable
4: towing.
1: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com.
2: that time of the year
3: again football is right around the corner draft house 50 best spot in central iowa to catch your cyclones hawkeyes and every nfl game over 50 tvs 50 beers on tap and the best burgers in town draft house 50 your place for all things sports
0: Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
3: And welcome back in, everybody. We keep rolling on till the uh, 3 o'clock hour today. Always fun having John Cannon on the show. Mitch Holtus, uh, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, is coming up in just a little bit. And at the top of the hour, Scott Miller will join us. Major League Baseball, Bleacher Report, Turner Sports. Okay. Okay. Um, You referenced something about the Big Ten in college basketball, Trent, earlier in the show. Let's kind of dive into that right now. And your your thought process is they may try to increase the regular season schedule. Is that what you're discussing here?
1: Well, uh, a report from uh, yesterday comes out from John Rothstein with CBS Sports and over at FanRag, and he says that they are preparing for a 20-game league schedule Starting next season. So the Big Ten looking wow. at this, uh, the ACC also is going to have this happen, not next year, but the year after. They're going to go down that line. So a 20 game conference schedule. And with the advent of super conferences, Jimmy B, I say about time. The more times you can play teams two times throughout the year, the better. And that's going to be the case here for the Big Ten, it looks like.
3: I'm uh, I'm with you. I, I at least that would eliminate uh a couple of those garbage games so that fans wouldn't have to put up with and and I think it would bring uh more exc- more excitement uh you know to the arenas. So and I'm just not specifically talking about Iowa here. I mean all of the Big 10. Uh, anytime you got a Big 10 matchup uh home and home with somebody Uh, I just, I just think that's obviously much more entertaining than playing Delaware State. So for me, I'm, I'm all in, Trent. If that's the case, let's go. Let's don't wait. Let's, let's go.
1: Slow down, Jimmy. Slow down, slow down. All right. All right. Now, yes, in theory. It would be great. Two extra yes. conference games, two more. You know, This year, Iowa you know, plays Michigan State just once, plays Wisconsin just once, Purdue. It would be great to see the home-and-homes with those two teams. But to think that those two games are going to replace the Delaware States, the Texas-Rio Grande Valleys, the Savannah yeah. States of the past, Ugh. that's Ugh. not going to be the case. Those games will still be in the schedule. The bye games will still be there. And with the Big Ten – With their connection with the ACC and the ACC Big Ten Challenge, they also play the Gavit Games. Remember, though I was not a part of this this year, you're Mm -hmm. more than likely maybe going to see even fewer home-and-homes with the teams that are out there. So, yeah, you'll probably still have an exempt tournament, but even the few home-and-homes that there are out there and Iowa doesn't play very many of them anymore, but in the past, you know, they had back in the day home-and-homes with Duke and Carolina. Right. Regionally, they played ones against Missouri. Those are the games that I see likely drying up. The bye games, the ugly games, they're still going to be there. Everybody's still going to play them. Unfortunately, the home-and-homes, they might be a way of the past for the most part in the Big Ten. Oh, boy. Uh, Jeez, I I, I
3: like home-and-homes. I really do, Trent. I really... I'd love to see Purdue and then four weeks later you're at Purdue. I I you know, I like the I maybe maybe I just I just like that that rivalry that, you know, makes your if you're a fan of of a team just makes your blood boil a little bit like god i just don't like those guys at all
1: well but, but so, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about in conference you're gonna have much oh, oh okay oh you're talking about
3: non-conference right, stuff all right know. right i okay i got you yes okay now i see where you're going yeah no you're right those games are beginning to dry up you're yeah, absolutely right
1: they already are and it's going to be a step further certainly with this development but it is good news i mean more conference games are a better thing mm-hmm. and a lot of times in the Big Ten anymore, it's more of a case of how the schedule break out for you. Who did you get twice? Who are the teams that you only had to play on the road? Who are the teams that you got only to come into your building? It's not a determining factor. Even over the course of 18 games, because there's 14 game, uh, teams in the conference, a lot of times it just breaks down to who had the better schedule. And that could be the difference between a team. Now, you go back and you look at some teams that go back two years ago. Remember... Ohio State, not last season, uh-huh. but the year before. Year before, yeah. Uh-huh. The Buckeyes had a winning record that year in the Big Ten, and we know in, in past years, now that was a no doubter, right? That you were going to be an NCAA tournament team. If you if you won ten, you went ten and eight in the Big Ten. It didn't matter what else happened; you were going to go to the NCAA tournament. Right. Yes. That wasn't the case because the teams that they played their double plays were some of the worst of the worst teams. They didn't beat any of the good teams that were on their schedule. They beat up on the bad teams, lost to the good teams, and even at ten and eight, they were left out of the NCAA tournament. Those kind of things can happen. Now with two more games, the chances of that happening. In fact, Ohio State that year was eleven and seven in the conference and didn't make the and NCAA. And they didn't get in. That's incredible.
3: Eleven and seven. Eleven and, didn't and get seven.
1: In. That year. And they also had a win against Kentucky that year in the uh, in the non conference portion of the schedule. But they beat Illinois. Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Penn State, Illinois again, Northwestern, Rutgers again, Nebraska. Uh Those were their wins. They had a top 50 win against Michigan, who was 58 in the RPI, but that was it. They beat the bad teams, lost to the good teams, and even at 11-7, and a non-conference win against Kentucky. Sorry, you're going to the NIT. Wow, that's incredible. That's harsh. So, I mean, that's really harsh. It's, it's not just about your conference record; it's about who you yeah. play. The importance mm-hmm. of that in the ACC, the Big Ten, with the advent of these super conferences, it is a big, big deal. With two more conference games, that negates it a little bit more. And even at eleven and nine, since you're more than likely going to play most of the top teams uh, a couple of times, that's going to help you out in terms of strength of schedule. It all comes back to scheduling, Jimmy B. And I could yell about that for another hour and a half, if you like.
3: I I, I know, and it's it's pretty entertaining when you start yelling about it. That's why I kind of bring it up every once in a while, just to see you get all red-faced. I like it.
1: No yelling today. I'm on my bed. Okay. I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm on my meds. I'm on my meds. Took a Xanax. You're yes. okay, pal. You're, you're good to go. Uh,
3: a guy who, uh, will not be on meds is our next guest. And it's been a lot of fun when Mitch Holtis has joined this program. I'm glad I survived, I survived that, uh, that eclipse and walking on the sun that Mitch had me doing uh Mitch Holtis is coming up next everybody we'll dive into the NFL specifically the Kansas City Chiefs right here on the Big Talker 1700.
0: News, talk, sports, yeah we got all that online at
1: 1700kbgg.com. Trust, quality, value,
0: To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals guide. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. Right
7: now at Menards, get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Get your door your way with an 11% rebate on our entire selection of stock in special order, Mastercraft, pre-hung interior and exterior doors. Mastercraft is the only name to know for quality doors. Stop waiting and start saving. With an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices, now at Menards. Good through August 26th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards.
0: Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. With its powerful technology, ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack
1: used by businesses of all sizes. ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Guys,
6: are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Look 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, five one five six five zero thirteen fifty eight. 1358 It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515 1358 That's five one five six
1: five zero one three five eight. Hey, it's Jimmy B.
2: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
7: Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines Metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com.
0: Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
3: All right, everybody, welcome back. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. Uh, it's been highly entertaining when Mitch Holtus has been our guest, the longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, Mitch is uh, in his segment as we speak right now. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Mitch, good afternoon to you, pal.
5: Hello, Jimmy B. and hello, Trent. We roll on.
3: We do, as a matter of fact. Is the I always ask you this to lead things off? Is there any interesting news out of camp today?
5: No, uh, I wouldn't say so. Uh, other than Parker Anger came back. I know that's not a big deal, but he came back yesterday. You've got a chance to get a guy that was out of your lineup's starting player last year as a rookie left guard out of the lineup uh, all the way back to the. Um, indianapolis game in mid-november now you have him back after a complete knee reconstruction and see where he somehow can enter the flow at the offensive line it's big they would give him then seven but they need to find an eight because that's been an adventure with the twos and the threes
1: well we are going to see eric barry it looks like for the first time in the preseason friday night against seattle Uh, Mm -hmm. barry out there he's gone through practice now for three days work also, Chris Jones and Roy Miller are going to be making their way back out there, it looks like, for the first time in the preseason. But let's start with Barry after the ridiculous comeback that he made, uh, coming back from cancer, the way that he has responded, everything like that. And, and we know his importance to this team. It's going to be good to see Barry out there on the field again Friday night.
5: Honestly, for all the fans, and even those that aren't Chiefs fans in Des Moines, we should probably at some point do a whole segment on him, just him. And then the segment of the Atlanta game last year, which was life imitating art. You can have facing the Giants, remember the Titans or Hoosiers, but nothing was like that. A guy that came back from cancer, not expected to play again, some thought he may not live, whipping cancer, going back to his hometown, just blocks from where he took chemotherapy at Emory University and getting a pick six in the NFL's first ever pick two in the same game to win a game 29-28. to 28. I mean, the, his uniform number was 29. Football mm-hmm. games never end in 29. I mean, it was a surreal experience. But that's you know, that's the kind of guy he is as far right. as doing unusual and remarkable things. He even right after that game, the guys were so happy for him, and he said, hey, get this out of your mind, because we play Oakland on Thursday night. I mean, that's just the way the guy's wired. And so to get him back, it's it's on the field and off the field impact is uh, not paralleled by many in the NFL.
3: Mitch Holtz is our guest on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Mitch, then let me reference this aspect. We saw what happened in the Giants and Cleveland game. Their mm-hmm. top wide receiver takes a shot down low on the leg. Now they're referencing the fact. That well, he just may miss their opening game of the regular season. What I, I know that we're talking about Eric Berry, who's a defensive player. But mm-hmm. if you're a head coach in Andy Reid, after witnessing that, and you and I both saw it when it when it took place, mm-hmm. and Beckham Beckham is you know he's 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 their guy. There, there's no Odell Beckham is their guy. There's no question about it. Yep. Would would that would that make Andy Reid only throw him in for just a few plays just to get his feet wet, knowing the possibility of injury really does exist in preseason?
5: Here's the way Andy operates. He's an outstanding manager, not just a coach. And honestly, I think he could be CEO of principal. I know that sounds – he's really bright. Here's the way he handles that, Jimmy B. He goes, you know – Hey, how many snaps do we want twenty nine to get out there? But he's looking at Al Harris. I'm not very far from the DBs room. Actually, I'm just like fifty yards away, less from Eric Berry. Okay, he he looks at Al Harris and Emma Thomas and goes, "It's up to you guys. You guys monitor this. I'm going to leave it up to you. I know I'll take the I'll have the ultimate responsibility, but you guys monitor it. Meaning, I got a thousand things to think about. It's on you. You want to play him ten snaps? him ten snaps, but then get him out on the eleventh. Don't expose him to injury, and that's where the position coaches. You have to trust them, and the players have to trust them, and they have to trust the players. It's uh, as I told you yesterday. It's a very man. It's a very fine line, particularly when you go into this third preseason game because Andy is giving hints that he would want this first team group to play all through the half and to start the third quarter. This is the game. I really get concerned about it, because in Seattle's a physical team, that just more snaps, more increase of that happening, and you just hope it doesn't, but you also have to get ready to play the real game. It's, it's really one of the more perplexing, interesting topics in the NFL in the preseason.
1: Well, we know the importance of this passing game, taking another step forward this year, Mitch, for Kansas City. Uh, a big part of that, Travis Kelsey, obviously, Tyreek Hill and what he can do, but on the other side, Chris Conley going into his third year out of Georgia, uh, making some plays down the field. Without Macklin on there, that's certainly, I know, a hope for this team is that Conley can give them more.
5: Well, he, like Eric Berry, a native Georgian, but he might be governor of Iowa someday. The dude is so sharp. Just wait till you hear this clip, and you're going to like, who is this guy? Now, so Jimmy asked about Eric Berry and how many snaps you play. This game is a perfect laboratory for Chris Conley, here's why. Hear me out. Here, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. In two years, he has been targeted Chris Conley 30 times on third down. Only 12 of those 30 times has he been able to catch the ball and get a first down. So, take 12 over 30. There's your ratio. Now compare that to let's say a DeAndre Hopkins of Houston, who has a 52 percent ratio when targeted on third down, gets a first down. You know, look at Jordy Nelson of the Packers. Look at you um, just take it, uh, Julian Edelman is about 50% for the Patriots. There's enough big plays in this Chiefs offense with Kelsey and Tyree Kill. What you need Conley to do is to win one-on-one battles on third down and keep the chains moving. It's one of the key items to watch in this game throughout the rest of the preseason. And as the Chiefs get ready, if they're going to jump up a big notch in 2017, it takes Conley improving, particularly on third down, to win one-on-one battles. Now, he's been doing it, he's been working at it, and he's going to do it his way.
3: I don't think there's a difference in the way that I prepare. I think every year you're in the league, you understand a little bit more what it takes to be the kind of player
2: that you want to be, and not only the player that you want to be, but that your team needs you to be. And uh, I think that's guided my off-season preparation. I think it's guiding the way that I'm practicing in this camp, uh,
3: and that has nothing to do with the expectations people have on me. You know, I'm going to prepare every day, I'm going to study, and I'm going to come out here and give my all. And uh, when it comes down to making plays, I'm going to make them. So uh,
0: that's, that's just football.
5: Okay, and what's just football is he's going to do it this week. If Seattle plays their DBs all a half, then it's Conley against those DBs for a half. Now, this is still Earl Thomas. It's still Sherman, Chancellor, best secondary in the NFC. Chief might have it in the AFC or Denver. But it's that kind of group that you're playing against. Perfect laboratory. And Jimmy B will like this. Chris Conley is also a movie producer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he's going to be president and then run his own studio all at the same time. Wait a minute. We might be having that already. <laughs> anyway, so it's, uh, the, the thing is, he um, this kid's brilliant. The he has got to win those battles one-on-one, and he has not done that in his first two years.
3: Okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. That's very interesting.
5: When, well, think of when the Vikings back. fans. I think of Chris Carter. Think of Brandon LaFell yeah. now. I yeah. mean, that's the guy you need. You don't need – Odell Beckham you're going to get some of that from other guys what you need is the steady Eddie Freddy first down on third and seven and now Andy Reid can stare at that laminated sheet and cook something up good
3: when let me just follow up then when you said that you believe the offense will play the half and maybe a couple of uh, a series or so into the third quarter does that mean Alex Smith takes all of those snaps or will they work Patrick Mahomes into that
5: Here's what I've learned the first two. I don't have an answer for you because, again, Andy goes in with a template. It's a great question. I don't have an answer because Andy's actually gone off the so-called script in the first two preseason games, and he could do that again. He always gives himself, hey, don't hold me to what I say is going to be our plan because I may alter that plan on the fly. And he's done exactly that in the first two weeks. So i got to be ready, and all of us have to be ready that he would do it again in this third game.
1: With that, Mitch, as a broadcaster, preseason more difficult, the number of names that you have to know, uh, backstories of guys, and there's more fill time that you have on top of that. Uh, does that make things a little bit more difficult when usually you have at least an idea of what's going to happen, and then Andy just throws all caution to the wind and does something completely different?
5: I want to say, and don't take this wrong, if you're not prepared, yes. Mm-hmm. If you're prepared, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And it's one of the reasons why I think people, are, even if they're going to watch the game, need to listen to it, maybe even especially in the last two and a half quarters. Because this is the only preparation time you have for players. Who's the next guy I don't know about? Who might win my fantasy league in November when I've got to add a guy? Who is it? And who is it in this game that it might be? That's the way I approach it. Because there are some very real stories, and I've been in this league long enough to know that this game on Friday night may seem meaningless, but something's going to pop out of this game later. Let me give you an example. It was 2014. We played the Seahawks at home, and in the second half of the Friday night game and the third preseason game, the dude came out and lit it up. And the dude was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson on that night in Kansas City in this game in the second half won the starting job for Seattle and took him all the way to the Super Bowl. I think it was 14, maybe 12. I don't know what was his first year. But that's that's a story that you could have in the second half. There's all kinds of things lurking around. And I'll see something in camp on August the 5th that I won't see again until November the 20th. And the Chiefs may run that play to win a game. Uh, hungry pig pass, right, Poe? or a different way to set up a screen, which they beat Oakland two years ago. That's the kind of stuff, if you really get into this and breathe it, inhale it, you want to make it informational and interesting to listen to. I'm going to say this humbly. You want to listen to us, especially in the second half, because we're going to give you insight into something you may want to know in October, November, and December that doesn't seem important in August, but it will be down later in the season.
3: That's why we have you on the show, Mitch. You clue us in and clue in all the great fa- chief fans who listen to you right here on 1700. All right, pal. We'll do this again tomorrow. Thank you, Mitch. And sell Got some it, pizza, two, will uh, you?
5: Yep, two two medium, two medium, two topping, uh, two medium, two topping pizza, six ninety nine. I don't know how they do it. How does Donaldson do it? I don't know how he does it. Uh, give him a call, Papa John's.
3: Thank you, buddy. See ya. See you guys. That's Mitch Holtis, longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it's it's funny, Trent, that he brought that up. That you see different things, and he made a very good point about Russell Wilson. And quite frankly, I'd forgotten all about that. And and when he started to relive that game, yes, I remember that Russell Wilson lit up the Chiefs in that game, and that won him the starting quarterback spot.
1: That's incredible. You don't remember that game? Get out of town. I don't remember that. How I, do you remember that? Yeah. It, it's because I remember because I follow players. I don't follow teams. I follow well, sure.
3: players, and on. I was so impressed. I was impressed with what Wilson did that night. You
1: weren't watching yeah. at that time. I'm not I, believing <laughs> it for a second. <laughs> I was too, More tall tales I of Jim too. Brinson coming up on no! the other side. We'll be talking baseball next. Scott Miller from Bleacher Report. He stops by here on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG
0: is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
1: Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale. 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio.
0: Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Periodico Conexion
7: Latina. Mosaic of Central Iowa. The Home Plate Diner. Stay Green Irrigation. Raffitt Services. Synex Security. McDonald's. Spec USA. Iowa Insurance Consultants,
0: and Gateway Mortgage Company. The Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce online at DSM Chamber.org. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I
7: want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here,
0: why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them?
4: GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. When you're hiring, you want qualified
3: candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored
4: job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com promo. That's Indeed.com promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Termbusters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Termbusters 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify.
1: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at
6: fooddudesdelivery.com.